You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 136, featuring David Zeisblatt and Jeremy Byronbaum of Classic.com. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, ride out with us to the American West Coast to speak with key members of the Classic.com online car community. This week's interview is with the CEO and creative director of Classic.com. From CFC episode 84, published December 10th, 2019, you may recall hearing about Classic.com. Well, since then, they have launched their online Classic Car Auction. This new element to their enterprise features free pre-purchase inspections from an independent shop and no-cost secure payment protocols protect buyers' funds. It's time to head to California to speak with David and Jeremy. So, let's get wrapped up. Hello and welcome back, viewers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. As always, it is great and an honor to have you back with us again this week. Thank you so much for being here. In a few minutes, we'll be speaking with the CEO as well as the creative director of the online classic car auction venture, classic.com, and that's C-L-A-S-I-Q.com. Remember, this is your podcast. Together, it's all about car community and car culture. And through the Cars at Carlisle podcast, we aim each and every week to share new knowledge with you while balancing that with meeting interesting people and colleagues that are in our industry and our hobby, and at the same time, having some fun along the way. If you happen to be in the South Central Pennsylvania area or anywhere near here in the next uh, few months, please make it a point. You owe it to yourself to check out the AACA Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania. You're bound to enjoy the museum's current exhibit, which is, yeah, it's got a Hemi. We featured that uh, some time ago and uh, talked with the guest curator, Bill Sangri. And uh, I think that you're really going to enjoy this, uh, this exhibit that they put together. And interestingly, the fact that seven countries have built vehicles with hemispherical head engines. So beyond here in the US, six other countries were France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Sweden, and the UK, all with producing hemispherical head-based engines. So please support all the great work that the AACA Museum is doing. Be sure to visit them and see the Yeah, It's Got a Hemi for yourself in person. That exhibit will be open until April 23rd of 2021. Once again, this episode is brought to you with promotional consideration to our network's exclusive automotive OEM sponsor of the network, and that is Porsche Mechanicsburg. And being a member of the Porsche community is a special thing. We are proud to be affiliated with the entire team at Porsche Mechanicsburg. We are so excited for them as they are now officially in their brand new state-of-the-art Porsche Center. And we've been talking a lot about that over the months, but they are in that new building located at 6625 Carlisle Pike in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, just uh, about a 15-minute drive from Carlisle. 
And the fact that they are part of the Faulkner Automotive Group, they've been around since 1932, and they are there to work with you. The experts is putting you in a, uh, a Porsche that meets your needs, whether that be a uh, brand new Porsche Taycan, it could be a new uh, Macan, a Cayenne, a 911, the new 992 generation, a Porsche 718, a Panamera, or perhaps one of their pre-owned. They have uh, excellent uh, vehicles that have been Porsche certified or others that have been traded in. So perhaps uh, a late model or a pre-owned is, is the way to go. But their experts are ready to help you, whether it be from a mechanical standpoint or for sales. Check out Porsche Mechanicsburg. All right, let's downshift to this week's trivia question. Now, I will say that this question is a bit far-reaching and the answer is anything but scientific and specific, so it's a little different than normal, but I felt that it was appropriate for, of course, the guests that we have on this week as they have a classic car online auction. The question is, what defines a classic car? That somewhat open-ended answer awaits you at the end of this episode. So now it's time to head to our phone interview with classic.com based in California. Here we go. Hello, Cubers, and this is Darren. I am speaking with Classic.com founder David Zeisblatt and creative director for Classic.com, Jeremy Birenbaum. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today from the West Coast. Thanks for having us here today. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And I know here we're, this recording is on Thanksgiving Eve, so for those... Uh, uh, maybe that are outside the U.S. That's a big holiday for us, but we wanted to make sure we got this recording in. We're going to be airing this in December. But November 30th, big big date. Let's start with what that means for Classic.com. Yeah, we're going to be launching our auction platform that we've been building out for the past six to eight months. We've kind of been developing this way to buy classic cars that hasn't been done before, and we kind of feel that has been needed in the uh, industry. And talk a little bit about that, Jeremy. I, I know that uh, with that's going to be, it's an experience where uh, users won't have the, the, the burden, if you will, of a lot of pop-up ads and things. They're going to have uh, a pre-purchase process where they can have an inspection done by an independent agency or shop. Uh, the fact that they're going to have a free secure payment process that will help uh, isolate and protect their funds. And this is, this is giving a lot of benefit to those that are out looking for that perhaps mid-60s or early-50s uh, classic vehicle, correct? Correct. Yeah, let's be real. I mean, buying a car in today's climate is tough, and then wanting to make it a classic car makes it even harder. And now everything is going online, and the best way to see these cars, if you can't actually go out and do it yourself, is to get at least one person to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And that's where the pre-purchase inspection comes in. And that at least gives the buyer some sort of knowledge into what they're getting into before they purchase the car. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't ask questions, you shouldn't seek out more information, but that's the first step in buying a car is at least having someone look at it for you and let you know the kind of ins and outs that pictures can't show. Mm -hmm. The second step, oh, I'm sorry. The second step is that pictures and high-quality video are the best way to showcase the car, especially if you can't see it with your own eyes. So we feel that having a car that's photographed and videoed for every option we have is 
the perfect way to showcase each car that we have. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Well, may I ask David and Jeremy, how did, uh, I mean, you are pivoting and making a great uh, kind of a, a, sh a paradigm shift with the business and such. Was this, the genesis of this, was it more of customer demand? How did you, how did you, you know, identify what the market needed and then start to reposition and retool? Yeah, well, it's a very, that's a very good question. It goes back to, I guess, four years ago when we actually started the company. And the company started on social media, on Facebook, mm -hmm. where we set up a, a Facebook group about classic cars and just started posting some pictures of cars, some videos of cars, mm -hmm. and then we started to write some articles about cars. Uh, and the feedback on the videos and the pictures and the articles was amazing, was incredible. We just started to engage with our audience and asking them, you know, what are you looking for? What are your pain points? You know, how can we best serve you? And, and, and they kept coming back to us. We would like a trusted way to buy and sell classic cars. Mm -hmm. we, like, so we, we, we were really surveying our audience and looking at all the data points and, and hearing what their, their needs and desires were in the, in the classic car market. And they kept coming back to us and telling us that transparency is not is ideal in, in, this, in this market, but there wasn't a solution that showcased that transparency, integrity, and trust on the, in the online market. Mm -hmm. So we... So we set up to, we, we researched the market and then we, we have been, over the last, I would say, a year or so, we've been um, creating a website that encompasses the, the trust and transparency and the integrity. And what, what Jeremy was talking about before, the pre-purchase inspection, we want to showcase all the right things about the car, but also we know they're, they're, these are classic cars. There's always going to be issues with classic cars, and we don't want the buyer to have a nasty surprise once they pay 20, 30, 40, 50, 100,000 for that car, mm -hmm. and then the car you know, arrives, arrives at that house, and they suddenly see it's got all these scratches or there's a problem with the engine. So we've gone out, we've paid for an independent shop to do a pre-purchase inspection on the cars, you know, and they've got a detailed report exactly on, on what's right and what, and sometimes what are the flaws of the car. So the, so the buyers, you know, can see that from the outset. And I think being honest up front when you're selling a classic car is really key to, to providing trust to, to your whole audience. And that's mm -hmm. what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And as say, at, at the same time, you know, we've heard some horror stories of people buying cars um, on the Internet and when they buy the cars on the internet, they are um, sending, let's say, $50,000 uh, through a wire or they're sending a check, and they're not sure exactly who they're sending that money to. So we're providing an optional service, an escrow service, where there are no nasty surprises when you're sending the money. The money gets, hold, gets held by a third party, and then when both the seller and the buyer are happy, the money is released. Very smart. And I would imagine that this has taken quite a considerable amount of effort for the team to put all these logistical matters into play and into place. Uh, maybe elaborate a little on that, just the incredible project to make this happen. Yeah, you know what? It's almost like building a car because you have like an idea of what you want and you have all these big pieces that you need to fit in there. But then all the hard parts are like fitting all the tight things in and, you know, finally finishing the website, getting it ready to the place where we want to launch it with 
with a way that we think is the best way for buyers and sellers to showcase their car and purchase cars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it takes some steps here and there to figure out and, you know, getting pre-purchase inspections done across the country is tough, but we feel like that's something that really is important. And um, I think it's tough because it's worth it. Yeah, truly, truly. And I really think that you're making a game changer here, and I'm very excited for your launch on the 30th and what this can do for really the car community that we all know and love and both of our businesses do our best to support. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. So I'd love to talk a little bit about the process in which it's going to work. Please do. We found that we found that using our community and, and online resources across the internet, the best way to sell these cars is going to be we're listing them on Monday and they sell the following Sunday. So that Mm -hmm. gives us, a full week for us to showcase the cars. Anyone that's interested can contact sellers, can can comment on our website, ask questions. We can follow up with video, with photos on specific things. Um, and it's an auction, so it lasts all week long and ends on Sunday. So, you know, it's kind of exciting for us. And everyone wants to come home with a car, and what <laughs> better time to do it than Sunday? You got it. A great way to cap off the weekend. Excellent. Well, I think, Jeremy, that's a good line of discussion as far as how it will work. Um, What else would – because what I'm excited about and and hoping is that listeners of this show, because we have a lot of people that uh, are classic car owners or want to add to their their garage or want to get into it, what are some things that uh, they ought to know so that they can uh, sign up and what's involved and all that? in order to jump feet first? So, um, you know, you have to do like any website, register, sign up to bid, enter a credit card, let people know you're serious about it. The bidding takes place all week, so you can kind of check back and forth and see where the auction is at in that respect of bidding. In terms of asking questions, each auction has its own section where you can follow up on the car ask anything you might want the owner to respond with. Yeah, I, I think we've also got 850,000 people in our community on social media, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are, are experts in, in certain makes and models, and they're going to chime in into the comment section, and they're going to comment on, on each individual listing mm-hmm. and give their expert opinion. And if you don't agree with their opinion, you can reply to them and say, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the community aspect of, of commenting on cars. I like that. I think that's a great approach. Yeah, and I think that the fact that you have such a massive following and audience, uh, the wealth of knowledge is vast. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and part of it comes down to we love hearing these stories about the cars. So with this, we're able to help share that story that possibly helps sell a car. You know, where it was from, who built it possibly some history in that respect because everybody loves a story, right? Mm-hmm. Right. They sure, it's the, and I think you nailed that, Jeremy, in the sense that it's, it's the provenance as far as maybe a celebrity didn't own a particular vehicle, uh, but at the same time, knowing that it's only a two-owner, uh, the fact that it's uh, you know, only, only had 1,000 miles on it, on average per per year it was the, uh, almost a barn find restored whatever the story may be 
everybody mm. wants to know where their car came from and, and what its life was before it came to their own garage. Yeah. yeah, and Classic is going to be the place where you can give everything about your car. It's not, you know, just post five pictures, 200 character ad, and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. this is really detailed, in-depth community aspect to purchasing a Classic car. Well, I think it, it, it maybe it's not the most appropriate word, but I, I, what I think is it makes it a little bit more of an intimate process. It's not, uh, uh, as you said, just a, a standard um, eBay Motors or just a, a standard ad, but they really get to, to understand it. They can ask the necessary questions, and they feel as if they know the vehicle, A, before they bid or perhaps before they, they win the, the overall process. That's correct. And, you know, talking about the intimate process, that also goes to the people that are selling their cars with us. It's not like you just list a car, put in your year make model, a couple pictures, and it's on the website. Mm-hmm. We have a team that calls you and helps curate the listing. We're scheduling PPIs and photos for your car and handing off the process up to the day of auction where now the seller is possibly answering questions we can help out with any issues throughout the auction um, or questions that are involved. So it's, it's really all-inclusive. It's not just on the buyer's side, but it's also on the seller's side. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a really hands-on service since the beginning, you know, speaking to, speaking to customers, sellers all the time, you know, having lots of conversations with them, arranging, as Jeremy said, the PPIs, but also a professional photo shoot. Getting a professional photographer to come to your house and take pictures and do a walk around of the car and then speaking to the users, speaking to the sellers rather, and, and speaking to them about what, what they're looking for, what is the reserve price they're looking for, and finding the history of the car and, 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 and the reason why they're selling the car. Make, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, David, to your point, I, I really like and I'm impressed with the the personal touch that this is what you're offering is truly value-based and it's a service in the sense that you're not asking the the seller to uh, do all these things and to try and uh, navigate this landscape alone but rather you're giving them the tools and the the support resources on hand on site to really walk them through all that needs to happen to make it as seamless and effective and really standardized as possible uh, it, I see a real value in that service, and and this is one of the things too. I my line of th- thought are, in light of the pandemic, and let's face it, that uh, all businesses are having to reevaluate. You're providing something that we may and and trust me, we all enjoy the big uh, uh, Barrett Jackson and the Meekums and what have you. But you're providing a really specialty niche that doesn't require. Uh, a large gathering of individuals, which is quite limited. We know that through SEMA and everything else. This is a way yeah. that you can deliver regardless of what the uh, the situation is in the world, social distancing or otherwise. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that because if anyone's thinking about selling their car, it, you know, they don't have to fill in 10,000 forms or pictures on the website. They just need to put in their basic details on their website and we'll call them up. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get a better understanding of their car. We also have a, a, a valuation tool um, that we've been working on for the last couple of years. Uh, the valuation tool is for classic cars, for any car that are 25 years or older. 
and we can actually give you a valuation of what your the estimation of what the the car is worth today so they can have a better understanding that's based on a number of different metrics that that that, um, that we uh, put into an algorithm and so people can get the valuation of their car and then we have we can have a chat with them and we can talk about as I said the reserve that they're looking for talk about the history of the car and then only after that and we both decided that we want to move forward do we ask them to send us you know another 10 photos or more details about the car so we really don't want to put put it onto the potential seller to send us a whole load of information and then after they've spent 10 minutes half an hour sending us the information we just say no mm-hmm. so the, you know, the first step i think is is the most important step but also not to take too much time away from the seller just send us the basic information mm-hmm. and then we'll give you a call and we'll discuss it mm-hmm. no i like that david and i think that uh it's very professional to to do that uh that multi-phase vetting and it is very considerate to be respectful of the seller's time and and you're you're really considering all aspects of uh, of the process which i i think that's great yeah yeah i i, I agree and, and really the, the story of the car everyone has a story i know jeremy touched on it before every car has a story and we've been doing this for the last few years and pre-corona pre-covid We've been out there. We've been telling stories of Mustang Sue and her 1966 Mustang. Mm-hmm. You know, every car has every car has a story. We went to Detroit and we interviewed I, some of the greatest uh, car designers. I love uh, that episode. That was of, great. Of the 1950s and 60s. And it's so fascinating just sitting down with individuals, whether they're famous or not famous. And just hearing the stories of their car and, and their history, whether what you know, people talk about. You know, you can take people back to the 1960s just by opening discussion with them, and they, they remember the first time they worked on the car with their with, with their dad, or they went to the movie theaters, you know, with their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Cars, cars bring back so many memories to people. Yes. And what we are trying to do is facilitate those stories and tell those stories, whether it's in video content that we've done pre-COVID. Or whether it's, you know, when someone's listing a car, tell the story of the car. You got it. Yeah, and I think... Go ahead, Jeremy. You know, another interesting thing that David touched on is that the story brings entertainment. And the way we see it is each week we have different cars that are coming up on a website with high-quality photos. And it kind of adds a level of entertainment to the viewer because each week it's changing, it's something different. It's almost like a small car show. And, you know, you remember certain things about cars when you grew up or my mom drove this or I did that in this car. (laughs) And, you know, it's fun. It is. It is. I I think you both have hit on something that's really important to me. And I I think that's where our businesses align is the fact that each week uh, I I feature the the guest because to me the car community comes first. And then with with that, the vehicle is – essentially the vehicle of the story itself and you hear about uh to what you both said uh the first date or riding in the back the third rear fa- rear facing seat of grandma's station wagon or whatever it might be uh yeah. jeremy i know you talked about the truck and your dad i mean the all these uh memories and uh you reminisce it conjures up great feelings uh, it is the story. It is the people. And we're fortunate that we're in a hobby and an industry and a business that 
the 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 tool or the device is the vehicle, and that's what brings back uh, evokes all these emotions, and that's that's so critical. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. The car is just a vehicle to like create these small communities of people, and by the end of the day, you're not even talking about the cars. You're talking mm-hmm. about your life and maybe something related to cars, but you know, it's it's just that common connection point that we all have together that binds us and that you know creates that bond. Well, I really, uh, I, I'm excited what this is going to do, and I, I believe you guys are um, cutting edge on uh, on this whole niche, and it's going to change the landscape for the classic car market, both selling and buying. What else uh, would you like to share with these listeners? I, I, I really, I, I'm so glad to have the community of, and audience that I have, and uh, you have a tremendous following as well. What would you like uh, the Cars of Carlisle community to know? Anything that we haven't touched on? Anything about just the business and how uh, you guys are continuing to grow and expand it and do just that, serve, serve all of our fellow car nuts? We are 100% community-driven. I mean, if you email um, info at Classic or any Classic email, you're going to get either David or one of I. And, you know, we love to hear things from the community. And at different points, maybe sometimes we don't see. Or, hey, we'd love to get an article about this, a video about that. Like, if people send it to us, we really put that into consideration. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the coolest part and the connection that we have, you know, and if you want to share your car, even if it's not for sale, you just want to share it to the Facebook community, mm-hmm. send it to us. Mm-hmm. We'll put it up there. If you want help valuing your car, you don't want to sell it. You know, we have our valuation tool that's built just for you. Yeah. If you do want to sell it, you know, give us a call. We'll talk you through the process. We're trying to make sure that you get what your car is worth and that you, that you're happy with where it goes to in the whole process. I like it. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and, and yesterday, actually, I got it, uh, not yesterday, last week, I got an email from a guy who saw us on Instagram, and he said, I, I, I've, been, I, I've been following you guys for ages, I love classic cars, I'm trying to get into journalism, can I write an article for you guys? Oh, wow. And I was like, of course you can write an article, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, a section, there's, there's a section on our website, classic content. And we've got a lot of video content, we've got articles, and we've got guides. And if anyone wants to write some articles or if anyone wants to get involved in any any type of content on our site, you know, we're more than happy to speak to people and give people an audience, give people a a way to showcase their knowledge Mm -hmm. to to the world. That's That's tremendous. And what I really appreciate that, David, is just the fact that you're giving – someone else an opportunity to to get into the whole uh, communication side of of our of our hobby our our industry yeah business. i mean we're all in this together right it's, it's all one big community there's different niches in the community but we're, we're all the same we're, we're all we're all trying to provide value to everyone else and bring back good memories and showcase good cars and showcase good stories mm-hmm. so we're one community Precisely. I, I am so on board with that. It's part, that's why it's part of my marketing tagline. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, we get messages all the time from people that say like, hey, I couldn't leave the house today or there's no car show in my area. And, and some of the cars you guys are posting are awesome. They brighten up my day. Mm-hmm. And so that's awesome for us. But we also feel like if you live in a neighborhood 
or you're seeing some cool cars that you want to share with people that you don't think people are seeing, like, let us know. We would love to share that. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to, to amplify that message and give people a chance. And no better time than now. I think we all obviously through uh, this, the most recent wave of the pandemic and everything, uh, tightening of, of state restrictions and what have you, this is all the more important where people need to feel connected and part of something larger than uh, ourselves in yeah. the community. Which, yeah, I think, I think, I think we all feel that we all have a sense that we need to belong to something. We need to right. be, have some kind of belonging to a community, whether that's a car community, a classic car community, or whether that's a, you know, religious or political, mm-hmm. there's that sense of belonging. And we, we, we feel that we need like-minded people around us mm-hmm. so that we can share our beliefs, our, our views, our passions. And that's exactly what this classic car community is. You know, some great podcasts like this podcast and some great websites, some great content websites, some great auction websites like classic.com. And we're just all doing the same thing, just in different areas. Mm -hmm. You hit on the fact that we might have different focuses or uh, genres or niches within that, but it all creates this t- this total tapestry of people who just love cars and they just want to talk about them, they want to share, they want to know the stories, they want to experience, they want to walk around them, or if they can't, at least virtually see them, experience them, hear the stories, just like Jeremy's trip, you know, the whole Detroit and talking about the designers and how they would sneak yeah. some things out of the studios and that they shouldn't have, but then they... And these artifacts are priceless. The fact that you could see what maybe a 59 Cadillac may have looked like, but maybe never made it to production. That's that kind of, that information you just can't get anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, um, one of the designers actually passed away two weeks ago oh. and, um, Russ Rusnoff, he was one of the guys that yeah. helped design the Corvair. And so, it, it just felt really important, special to me, to know that I was able to go in there and see those drawings and hear that information and get it on tape one last time. Yes. You know, to share. Yes. Well, I want to give you guys the final time behind the wheel. What uh, What would you like to share? We'll start with Jeremy. Anything else? Uh, man, you asked a tough question. What would I like <laughs> to share? You know what? No softballs. We spent a lot here. of time. <laughs> No softball. That's okay. Um, we spent a, we spent a lot of time on this website. I love to have you know your listeners check it out, give us some feedback, comment on some cards, possibly sure. buy some cards. Um, you know that would be the best validation right now. Okay. Well, I I certainly underscore that and and endorse it, and I I do hope that the Cars of Carlisle community really embrace what classic.com is doing and what's what's happening as of the close of, of the month of november so terrific you got it jeremy david you have uh you have the mic yeah no, i appreciate that i, I yeah I, I obviously endorse what jeremy said but i also think people go check out um go check out our facebook page because on our facebook page there's huge amounts of comments discussions about all types of cars pickup trucks uh engage with people you know, start speaking to someone you haven't spoken to ever. You know, find out maybe someone who's got a different opinion than you, and maybe it will change your opinion, and maybe your you maybe maybe you'll change their opinion. Mm-hmm. I think you know if, if people are sitting at home wondering what to do because they can't get out, 
go 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 on Facebook, go on Instagram, go on on some blogs. It doesn't necessarily have to be ours, but go and engage with people, talk to people, feel part of the community, showcase your passion, your love for classic cars, uh, and I, I'm sure that will bring some light and and some 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 good times into your life. I like that. Really well said. Well, gentlemen, I am very, very proud to, uh, to to know you guys and to work with you and, and to help showcase all that's coming and all that's new. And we would love to have you back in uh, in a future episode to talk more about maybe three, six months into the launch and how it's going and what the buying and selling community is, is sharing. I'm sure that you will be adapting and evolving to the needs of, of the clients as, as you go. And I think there's an opportunity for yet another chapter to, to talk where Classic is as we get further down the road. Yeah, totally. And I remember last time we were talking, we were saying we got to get you out to the West Coast. Yes. I know not right now. <laughs> right now is not the time to be planning trips. But, right, you right. know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep pushing that back and hopefully uh, maybe we can record one of these together. I look forward to that. In fact, I know it's going to happen. Just uh, we're going we're gonna to make it happen and as soon as we can make it happen. So I, I accept that, and you better believe it. I, I was just in uh, Southern Cal and did uh, route, uh, the Pacific Coast Highway 1 and drove all of that and, and had an amazing time wow. this summer. So that I, I kind of was able to get that trip in. Uh, but, yes, once I can get back on the plane and we can travel interstate again safely, most definitely. Well, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to uh, – wrap this but please as as you heard david and jeremy say check out classic c-l-a-s-i-q dot com and check out all the great things happening there cheers darren thanks a lot you are very welcome we are back and on behalf of the entire team at cars of carlisle we hope you enjoyed our guests this week david zeisblatt and jeremy byronbaum of classic.com be sure to check out all the projects underway with their team on www C-L-A-S-I-Q dot com. By the way, Cubers, have you subscribed to the Cars of Carlisle? If not, now's the time. In fact, we would really welcome the chance to be in your queue each and every week by doing by subscribing and doing so. It's free, and that way you won't miss a single episode. It'll be queued up and ready to go every Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, depending on where you are around the globe. And we are so grateful that we have 43 countries downloading this podcast. Have you rated us five stars on iTunes or written a positive review or shared this podcast with your car buddies? Any of that would be greatly appreciated. We so very much appreciate the fact that you support us, whether it be through paypal.me forward slash cars of car allow with a donation or through your support or being a fan and spreading the word and getting uh, those that maybe aren't listening aware and, and on to the show each week. All of that means a lot, and it really helps us keep this podcast going flat out at full throttle for you. Now, let's get that trivia answer, the one that I said could be a little bit uh, non-scientific. The question, just to refresh memory, was what defines a quote-unquote classic car? Well, I've looked at uh, various sources, and and we all know that uh, depending on what state you live in, usually if a car is 20 years older... You can get a, a classic plate perhaps as uh, early as 20 years after the production year, some 25 years. 
but uh, generally speaking, a classic car is an older car. In fact, classic is synonymous with old, with everything that we know and through the research. But it is that 20 plus years or older. Uh, definitions are various, and there's quite a few. Uh, but the common theme is that it is an older car that has some, uh, it wasn't scrapped, it's worth restoring or, or keeping. Uh, it has some sufficient, uh, there's actually some historical interest in it to be a collectible and, and worth uh, keeping around. Now I know that, um, like I said, doing a little deeper dive, some uh, different organizations, the Classic Car Club of America has a definition where it's uh, either American or foreign-built vehicle produced between the years 1915 and 1948. Uh, the Antique Automobile Club of America, the AACA, uh, which was founded in 1935, they see it as uh, a classic being a vehicle that is greater than 25 years old. So that's like I said, it's not a, a hard and fast definition, but uh, it was worth sharing specifically because of uh, our guests this week and them being at the center of the classic car industry. And we very much appreciate uh, both Jeremy and David giving of their time. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this week's road trip. As always, we really appreciate you being part of it. You are this community, and this is what makes this podcast. We so gratefully uh, accept all the uh, contributions and the support that you give. We are excited to have you come back next week. In fact, we're going to have a Sam and Lou Intracast episode, and they're going to be featuring the history of Hummer. So be sure to check that out. Remember that this is your podcast. We want to hear your voice. Email us at carsofcarlisle at outlook.com. Because together it is all about car community, car culture. For now, I'll say drive well, be well, take care.